0: From IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo.
1: Thank you, Ethan,
0: and welcome to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. And folks, this episode is about hybrid cloud which is a hot topic these days, especially here at IBM. And I think you'll agree with the prediction that your future is in the cloud. In fact, some people say that by 2023, 40% of enterprise workloads will be in the cloud. Well, today's guest is an expert in this particular flexible form of cloud computing that we know as hybrid. You see, clouds are evolving, as most businesses do, with personality and specialty. So let's look at an analogy that compares clouds to grocery stores. You, as consumers, shop at many stores, right? Because you find stores that have specific specialty. You like the meat in this store, the specific mustard in that store. Well, customers engage clouds in a similar way. You use this cloud because of their special customer relationship management software. You also pick that cloud because it has great search capabilities. And another cloud because it has special hardware security modules that provide the cryptography to run workloads that can handle personal identity information. In the end, most customers have about a dozen or more clouds that they buy into because of the properties that they possess that matter to them. So hybrid cloud gives them the flexibility to utilize these cloud services for what they are doing best. So today I am pleased to welcome Andre Tost to our show. Andre is a distinguished engineer and a recognized expert in cloud computing. In fact, his Twitter description humbly hits on many of the hats he wears at IBM, including architect, consultant, developer, even world traveler and soccer fan. Andre is our CTO of CloudPacks, which is how IBM brings all of its software to market in a hybrid cloud form factor. Andre also runs our hybrid cloud bring-up lab which is a test and verification and advanced engineering laboratory where we run tests to verify that the promise of hybrid cloud is what is actually being delivered. He also looks for new innovative paths to improve the overall performance of hybrid cloud in ways that matter most to our customers. Oh, and he's a host of a podcast called Hybrid Cloud How-To Series. And welcome, Andre, to the Art of Automation. Hi, Jerry. Yeah, good to have you here. So if you don't mind, let's get right into the first question. Andre, you heard at the opening how I drew a comparison to people shopping and how they choose stores to shop and how they choose clouds, but I really didn't venture into a definition,
1: so how would you define hybrid cloud yeah, so my my definition of hybrid cloud is fairly broad and kind of deliberately broad, so it it kind of includes all aspects of computing actually because I think of cloud computing as kind of that's the state of the art of how we do computing today, and so that starts out with location kind of where where things run obviously hybrid cloud implies that it's in the cloud somewhere so it could be in the cloud and that could be off prem that could be one of the big cloud providers but that could also be in my own data center so it could be on premises as long as i'm applying cloud computing principles and, and we'll talk a bit more about what that means so one dimension of this is kind of where where does it run and the answer is it runs in all kinds of places in all kinds of forms it could be in appliance, it could be edge it could be Mainframes and uh, so so to me, that's all included, very broad definition, which is good and and it get, and it gets better <laughs> in terms of the applications that then run there and they're again old say quote old application architectures you know applications that were built a long time ago as well as more recent and new application architectures, you know, 12-factor apps and things using microservices. Mm-hmm. But it's not limited to that. It, it's all of the above. And it's also modernized application architecture. So where I'm doing some refactoring of an existing application to include some cloud services, for example. So that kind of is the other dimension of it. One dimension is where, where does it run? And the answer is everywhere. And the, the other dimension too is what kind of application are we talking about? And the answer is all of them. Andre, is there a sense of where it matters as well? You know, in the
0: analogy about people shopping, you know, you have specialty stores. So can you say something about running anywhere and where it matters?
1: Yeah, I think I would define where it matters as whatever it is that drives what you might be doing. And sometimes that could be, for example, legal things or compliance reasons that dictate so we often have this example, we talk to customers where they say, there is no public cloud provider data center in my country, but my data needs to stay in my country. So I'm forced to run it in my own data center. That's right. Good. So that's, that's one element of it. Sometimes it may be driven by, by cost, right? To say, I'm going to run it wherever is the cheapest for me and the easiest for me to run it. And there also may be a, a fact of, you know, I'm going to run uh, my workloads there where I'm getting exactly the kind of services that my applications need. And it's fabulous. typically a mix of all of the above. Great, great. So Andre, this
0: is the art of automation. Can you talk a little bit about the role of automation in hybrid cloud?
1: Yeah, one kind of goes with the other. You, you can't. I don't think really that you could do cloud computing without automation. In fact, I think of it if someone mm-hmm. asked me, what's your definition of cloud computing? I would say cloud computing, one of the principles is that it's automated right? That's, that's the whole idea. I want to do things quicker and more efficiently. I want to t- make better use of the resources that I have at my disposal, both in terms of humans as well as machines. And automation helps with all of that, right? It helps me speed things up. It helps me create environments that are often not very long-lived. So I need to recreate them all the time. You know, That's another aspect of cloud computing to me. It's a high degree of virtualization, but also having very transient kind of things that I deploy. And transient means I need to be able to stand them up very quickly in another place or redeploy them. And so all of that requires automation. And in that respect, um, you can't do cloud computing without automation at all. Andre, can you give me an example where you've used automation in a hybrid
0: cloud environment, and at the end of the day, you thought it was really worthwhile?
1: Yes. I can go up and down the whole stack. It starts with infrastructure, right? Where we used to, back in the days, it used to be, you know, big bare metal servers that had to be configured and they had to be maintained and they were precious, right? Once you installed something on them, you configured them to work in your network and with the right storage. And, and they were precious in that it took you a long time to get them where they needed to be and you mm-hmm. can't touch them anymore, right? You don't want to touch them anymore. Whereas now we're standing things up with the push of a button and that starts with virtual machines. Now I catch myself not even having the patience for a virtual machine to come up anymore. That's why we're doing containers, because now I want to see things come up instantly. And so I think the whole style in which we deploy and maintain and manage systems has dramatically changed because of this. Great. Let's jump
0: to tracks now and talk a little bit about AI. What is AI's role in this from a hybrid cloud automation perspective?
1: Yeah, to me, it's kind of the natural next step, right? So when we said we went from manually configured IT systems to now fully automated systems, now we're starting to look at what is driving that automation and is it smart, right? And so mm-hmm. we want to do things literally in an intelligent way right now. And we want to use artificial intelligence to make our lives easier. So that this goes with, so for example, one element of artificial intelligence is the, the ability to predict and the ability to score an an amount of data that that I have available to me, and then make predictions as to what is going to happen next in the future. And so from an operational perspective, that means I can look at the data that I have that my operational systems emit, and I can predict things like anomalies or trouble spots or outages, Mm -hmm. and try to take corrective action before it even happens. So that's one element of it. Another element of AI is cognitive capabilities, right? That I now interact with systems differently, that I can literally talk to them and they talk back to me, and that I can use natural language to interact with systems in ways that I couldn't do before. So th- those are examples. So in that respect, to me, it's just, that's, the, again, you know, using that term state of the art. We want to do things intelligently today, and we want to use the technologies that we have available to make that happen makes sense. Andre,
0: I think related to all of this is locality. So when you think about hybrid cloud, where does the da- where is the data located? And you mentioned in-country, out-of-country as as different examples of locality. But where do the processes run? And you know, when you think of AI, you think of AI as fed through data. You know, it's lifeblood is data. So tell us a little bit about the role of hybrid cloud locality and these workloads, AI Automation, etc
1: yeah, that's a good point because I in the beginning I said my definition of hybrid cloud is that things can run anywhere right and we only pick one example of why would I run things say in my own data center and we said compliance could drive that, but in right. general, I would say when it comes to data and you're right, AI kind of lives off of data and there's ever more of it and and so one thing that I think we've seen is that in the world of cloud and hybrid cloud it is expensive to move data around. It's literally, I mean, even from a money perspective, it's expensive to move data. So in other words, you want to leave the data where it was generated, you don't want to move it around. And then if you have a lot of data and you need a crunch on it, you need to do that crunching where the data lives, right? So so in right. that respect, a big use case for where we would deploy certain kinds of logic would be where is the data because we need to go where the data is that's right you can't bring all the data all
0: the time to the processing and vice versa makes sense so i usually ask at this time for an example but it dawns on me andre that you are a living example of hybrid cloud At, at the beginning i announced that you run the bring up lab as part of your role as the chief technology officer for cloud packs in ibm so can you maybe tell us a day in the life of hybrid cloud and the bring up lab? Give us some examples of the things you do in your team and how hybrid cloud plays a role in that.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that we do is we we validate and and we ensure consumability of our solutions of our cloud pack in that case, in all these different environments and permutations that our customers want to run them in. And so that means that we're constantly moving between all the public cloud providers. You know, it starts with IBM, of course, but it includes things like Amazon and Azure or on-prem. And we need to be able to very quickly stand these things up, validate and make sure that they work as expected, that we do some testing. We often do some testing of customer real life scenarios to, to take that burden away from our customers, so to speak. And that means we need to be highly automated. We do everything in a highly automated fashion. And we do it in all kinds of places. So in that respect, you're right. We're, we're living hybrid cloud all the time. Something that we're doing less off is this, what I mentioned earlier, this, this intelligent operation of systems, because our systems are typically very short-lived. But mm-hmm. we're, it's, it's an area that we're now moving into to say we have longer-lived systems. We need to make sure that they, and, and that we use what we preach, so to speak, right? That we're applying intelligent operational mechanisms to our own environments as well. So Wonderful. that's kind of, and, and that's fresh in my memory because that's a topic that we're right now that we're discussing heavily. And Andre, uh, before I let you
0: go, it would be wrong not to talk about your new podcast. So you too are a podcast host. It's called, I believe, Hybrid Cloud How-To Series. Tell our
1: audience, give an advertisement, tell us about it. Yeah. So how that started is, and you know, I stole the idea from your podcast to say, well, here's a topic. Oh. Flatter. We want to talk about, right? That that probably deserves more than a single episode, so to speak. The idea was that we're doing our own series for it. And why it's called the How To Series is because I I will have just in your podcast, I will have a guest on each episode and they will talk about a certain aspect of hybrid cloud. So, for example, how to create applications or how to do application development in a hybrid cloud or how to uh, manage a hybrid cloud or We just uh, did an episode the other day uh, talking to one of our researchers to do do how do you do research for the hybrid cloud? And the guests that I picked are all IBM fellows, which is a bit of a random choice. But in case you don't know, you obviously know, Jerry, because you are one. But for the audience, IBM fellows are basically IBM's technical superstars. They're all kind of legends in their own right, and so I thought. Well, why not start there? Go, go straight to the, the core, go to the experts and ask them about hybrid cloud. So it's basically some of the topics that we have touched on in this episode that we're going to give go into a lot more detail about.
0: All right, Andre, thank you so much. And I look forward to my turn on the hybrid cloud how-to series. And thank you for sharing your perspectives on hybrid cloud. They're both uh, impressive and inspiring. And ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Art of Automation with guest Andre Tost. IBM Distinguished Engineer and CTO of IBM Cloud Packs and the host of the new Hybrid Cloud How-To Series. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Okay. In this episode, Andre started by sharing his insights with a broad definition of hybrid cloud. He said a key aspect being flexibility of location from your on-premises to mainframes to any public cloud property to edge telco clouds Andre also shared that hybrid clouds also support similarly a wide variety of application architectures, from legacy, lift and shift, to cloud-native, event-driven, multi-tier, and serverless. We both talked about running anywhere versus running where it matters. Also, Andre claimed that you can't do cloud computing without automation, and that it's one of the core principles of cloud, which I really liked. He also shared how AI brings intelligence to automating hybrid cloud and the overall story, including predicting and scoring of what's going to happen or be needed from an operational perspective for anomaly detection, troubleshooting, trouble spots before they even happen. Well, that's it. Once again, I'd like to thank Andre, and I'd also like to thank you for listening. This is Jerry Cuomo, IBM Fellow and Chief Technology Officer of Automation at IBM. See you again on an upcoming episode. (laughs)